Hello, mamas. Welcome back to another episode of the Moms Breaking Chains podcast. So today's episode, I want to talk to you about the importance of having a fitness routine as a mom in recovery, and most importantly, about changing your perspective on how you view fitness and your body. As a certified fitness trainer for almost a decade, I can tell you that there are so many amazing benefits to having a fitness routine as a part of your everyday schedule. But as a mom and a mom in recovery, I think that this is a must. And I'm going to give you reasons why that we want to shift our perspective about how we view fitness and your body. So grab a notebook and pen and let's go ahead and get into today's episode. Hello, mama. Welcome to the Moms Breaking Chains podcast. My name is Monica Alvarez. I'm a facelet mom of two beautiful babies, engaged to my best friend, a woman in recovery, an empowerment coach, and a certified fitness trainer. In this podcast, you will find a place of empowerment, healing, and purpose work, all while partnering with God to help transform you into the woman you were always destined to become. I know that you are struggling to break the chains of addiction, abuse, and strongholds in your mindset and in your motherhood. You've gotten into recovery and you're wondering, what's next? What's my purpose? Well, mama, my mission is to help transform you mentally, spiritually, and physically so that you can become the woman that God has destined you to become. And I believe that the most important work that you can ever do is the work within yourself. You were called to be the chain breaker of your family. You were called to bring light for generations to come. So mama, if you are ready to get on this journey with me, grab a notebook and pen, fill up that cup of coffee, grab a box of tissues as we get ready to laugh and cry because your healing begins here. Let's get into today's show. All right, so before we get into today's episode, I just want to invite you to our Facebook community page. It's Moms Breaking Chains and also our Telegram chat. If you are not on social media, you are welcome to join our chat room. What my mission is is to try to post everything that I do on Facebook onto the Telegram chat in case you don't want to be on social media. You can also check out our website at www.momsbreakingchains.com for any information that we may have for upcoming coaching or any fitness update. All right, so today's episode is about five tips on changing your perspective about how you view your body and fitness as a mom in recovery. I think that a lot of the times when we think of fitness, you know, our, our mindset automatically goes to something that we dread doing. And uh, we also see it as like when we do think about getting fit, we automatically tie it to we got to punish our body, right? We haven't disciplined our body enough. We got to. And, and while those are important things, right? Discipline is a very important part of getting the results that you like in, you know, in any kind of in any kind of field. Right. I think that, you know, there's something with the way that we view our bodies, you know, and it comes from that place of what we were taught, right? Um, maybe we were, we got picked on or about our weight. Maybe our weight was an issue. I know for me as a young child, and I, I want to say early young teenager, I was probably like 15. I developed this eating disorder 
where, you know, I was getting shamed about my weight and I would see pictures that I looked really overweight. And so I started making myself vomit. I started, you know, doing things so that I could lose weight. I started using diet pills excessively. To, um, I would wear trash bags to make myself sweat, sauna suits. I would go sit in the heat. I would do crazy stuff, you know, to make myself lose weight. And uh, it would to the point where it caused me to faint. And, you know, I had multiple visits to the hospital, to the emergency room. So early on, I viewed my body already as like a, I viewed fitness as a way of punishment, you know. And then I got in the sport of boxing. Well, that intensified even more, you know, the weight cutting, um, everything was measured on weight classes. So a lot of my self-worth and my success was based on my weight, you know, and it became a very normal thing in the sport of boxing to ask about weight, ask about weight. And then, you know, I, and the fun, the thing is, like, I always had a passion for like working out. I love working out, you know, and I started doing it early on. I got into cross country, but I would also do fitness workouts at home. Then I got in boxing and then I started losing weight. And, and, uh, and while I did work really hard, I had a really hard work ethic. I think the way that I viewed me losing weight and getting down in weight classes was a form of punishment because when it would come down to making weight, like there was no boundaries. Like I went all out. I mean, I would spit, I would make myself spit a pound. I would sweat. I would starve. I would take water pills. I did whatever it took to make myself make that weight. And so I already started viewing myself as a punishing weight. And then shortly after, so I, I started boxing about 20, like where I started competing, uh, 2021. And then I became a certified trainer, a uh, personal trainer at the age of 22. Well, the difference was from the time I competed from the age of 21 to 22, and I got the knowledge as being a trainer, I started being able to see why my performance was low and why I was so fatigued. And so I started seeing the things that, you know, becoming a trainer taught me about my body. And even though I was a trainer, I still struggled with implementing some of those things because it really, I, I struggled with shifting my mindset about my body. So I want to give you five tips that I feel are extremely important, especially, you know, as moms in recovery. I mean, and at that time, you know, obviously I wasn't a mom and, uh, and I was in my active addiction. So I was a lot of the reason I was losing a lot of weight was not only did I work hard, but I also was doing a lot of drugs and I would hardly eat. And so I lost weight a lot. And so I viewed that as like a success and a win. But towards the end of the road, when I was losing a lot of weight and I got down to my lowest weight class, I remember that was also the time that I was in the heaviest in my addiction. So my view and perception of fitness was tied around just weight loss, not necessarily being healthy. Okay. And I think that some of the things we do when we get into recovery that I noticed because I did this right is I think that well, because I stopped doing drugs or maybe I just stopped drinking or whatever form your addiction came in, right. That you automatically just tie it as like, that's enough. And while that is enough, I think some of the things that we still do to our bodies, I think is very important on how we're still viewing ourselves because if you know for example I got clean and I started eating a lot like I started binge eating I would like go to the taco trucks at night like if that was my dope man you know and I was doing it in secrecy and I was ashamed that I was a trainer and that I was eating so much at night that like I would leave my work at the gym and I would go into the taco truck and I was like real hidden like if I was doing something wrong which in turn I realized that it was starting to like you know mess up my health and then I also got into chain smoking cigarettes and 
Uh, I was very secretive about that. Nobody knew that I smoked cigarettes. So while I let go of the drugs and the alcohol, I was still finding ways to sabotage my health. So the first tip I want to give you is changing your language about the way you speak about your body. I think that the way we talk about ourselves is, you know, important, very important, especially as giving birth, you know, as moms. And I, I remember getting pregnant and when, and I started seeing stretch marks coming out of my body and automatically was like, oh my God, like this is the worst thing. Like I can't believe it, you know? And it, I felt like because I was so wrapped up around my image and the way that my body should look, like I wanted to be one of those bounce back moms, right? I started viewing, like, instead of enjoying the joy of having a baby in my belly, I was so worried about the stretch marks getting worse as the baby grew, you know? And maybe you can relate with that, but that ties to, like, our image, right? That false image and the talk that we have with ourselves and the language we have about our body. Instead of focusing on the beauty of giving birth, I'm focusing on stretch marks and what other people are going to think. I never even took my shirt off to begin with, except when I had a weight class and, you know, of course, I was obviously in, like, a sports bar or something, but who was going to be looking at my body that I had to worry about it so much? So my mind was already tied to punishment your body's gonna look like this I was already worried about the loose skin you know or even when I was in boxing competition I was always worried about like what people were gonna say about my stomach and you know like I I viewed myself as a fat person all the time and I remember telling myself that all the time like that I was fat I was overweight you know I was too heavy to be in these weight classes I was this I was that and uh, and that talk stayed with me because I always saw myself as like as the way that I spoke about myself you know so like when I was in my downest days and I and I made an episode about that early on about the power of your words about how we speak about ourselves well that was the language I had about my body which in turn was how I determined the relationship I had with it which I always saw my body and fitness as a view of punishment so it was about changing the language about how I spoke about my body like being okay with the fact that I just gave birth I'm gonna put some weight on I can lose this weight later and I don't have to like beat myself up about it. Yeah, so that was one of the things. The importance of having a good relationship with your body. Noticing now that the healthier I am within my mindset, the healthier I can view my body and I can take better care of it because of it. The second thing is seeing fitness, instead of viewing it as like something that we're doing because we have to see it as a way of an immense. I think one of the most beautiful things that I got to do for myself when I got clean was I really got into my fitness, you know, but I also started learning and kind of like reshaping, not just talk about my body, but seeing it as like an immense to myself. Like this is something that I neglected when I was in my active addiction. I harmed my body. I put so many things on my body, unknown substances. I don't know if your addiction consisted of drugs, you know, obviously, you know that you got it from places that probably put chemicals in there that you had no idea what was in there. And I didn't have a problem sticking those things on my body easily, right? I didn't have a problem sharing drugs with others. So like I was doing unhealthy things to my body. So now that I'm clean, it's like I get to be more mindful of what goes in my body. I get to be more mindful and make better choices about how I can take my health 
and the relationship of my body back in my own hands, right? I get to see it as an amends because I harmed my body for so long. Like now it's like fitness is a way of amending of my amends to my body and myself for everything I put it through. I just think about it like that, you know, eating better and taking care of my body, drinking water, you know, I don't smoke. I gave up smoking back in August 2016. And I just don't. And I, I do not smoke. I don't do any kind of cigarette smoking this. Now my eating, I've gotten way better. Uh, I do fall short, right? I like to have my cheat days. And sometimes they get into weekends. So I'm going to be honest. But I think one of the biggest things was that that grace, right? Grace and love for myself. And even as a trainer, I fall short. And uh, I'm going to get into that in a little bit about that story. The third thing is viewing exercising as a way of love and not punishment. So it ties back to that amends process, back to that language, right? Like I get to see it. And, and you know, sometimes I got to shift my perspective about my body. Like I have to be like, man, thank you, God, right? Like even when I'm in a place where I'm lazy and I don't want to get up and go get my workout in but sometimes I'm just like you know what God thank you thank you for my healthy body thank you for everything that I have that I get to move that I get to walk that I'm healthy enough to be able to push myself a little harder in my fitness program and if you're not there if you're not in a place where you can push yourself hard don't worry about that like I push myself hard because I know I'm capable of it today I don't push myself hard because I'm punishing myself or Monica you ate this now you gotta work harder I'm doing it as like man I get to because I've seen the progress in my body right so I view working out as like I get to it's an honor to be able to work out and get in shape and feel good you know because I remember the times when I wasn't able to when I got injured when I got hurt I was sick or I'm I injured like I had a sciatic nerve or I was pregnant and I couldn't do it or I had just had the babies and I was like dread you know I was like oh hanging on in those six weeks to not go and work out you know and the healing process so I get to you know and I think that that's a, a way of shifting your perspective about working out it's like that you get to versus like oh it's a punishment because when we start viewing it in, in a form of punishment for one that doesn't help our relationship with our body that doesn't help our relationship on how we view fitness it's just going to see it as a dreadful thing right and we're never going to be able to move forward in a form of love and seeing it in a lens of love because we're always going to tie fitness to punishment and that's not what it's about fitness is the most loving thing and exercise is the most loving thing you can do for your body and then it ties me into the next thing right so getting used to seeing fitness as a priority versus uh something that we're dreading again we get the opportunity to be able to we get to change our language and then we get to make this amends to our body. So why wouldn't we want to make this a part of our routine? I think that some of the most amazing transformations that I've seen as being a trainer and being able to work with so many people of all different walks of life. I work with men, women, you know, older ones, younger ones, athletes, children, you know, and I got to see the transformation and not just weight. I'm talking about in their mindset. I get to see how it's changing their their attitude, the healthy, they get to make better, healthier choices because it starts with that form of action, which is, you know, the most obvious one is just getting your body moving, you know, and I don't expect you to go jump into a CrossFit or a boxing gym. I just think that it's important for you to just be able to start moving. I started off, so I'm going to share a quick story. So I talked about that I was a trainer and I shared this in my story about how I, after I had my daughter, I, I started struggling, you know, and even as a trainer, I struggled really bad with, for one, it's, in, you know, it happens to anybody. But I struggled really bad with postpartum depression after, you know, during my pregnancy with my daughter and after. 
and uh, and then I ended up with like some health issues and you know they ended up finding like this small tumor in my brain and it was just all kinds of crazy stuff that was going on right and so it kind of put a pause in my routine and the things that I was doing but with that pause came that complacency like I just completely stopped like I stopped exercising I stopped taking care of myself you know my body was kind of out of whack and I just I didn't know how to let my body rest and heal. And so in that process, I was just like constantly beating myself up. And all these things I'm sharing with you, all these tips were I was doing the opposite of them. I was actually doing all the things that I'm saying not to do. I was beating myself up. I was eating my emotions. I was viewing fitness as like a dread, as punishment. And like I felt like I needed to work out because my body, I was calling myself the names, right? Um, the shaming my body and all the things. And Mind you, I'm here with a baby girl and and my son and I just, I was struggling. I was struggling a lot. And so, and I struggled with tapping into the knowledge that I had as a trainer, but I realized that it was so much deeper than that, right? Because we have access to trainers all over the world, right? We have access to so many people, but it's not about the fitness part so much. It's about the mindset because with the mind, where the mind goes, the body can follow, right? And that's what I started learning. I learned a lot about that in as an athlete in boxing, you know, many times that I would get in the ring and I would, I noticed that when I went in there with the defeated mindset, I would get defeated. But if I went in there with the mindset that like I was ready to give in my all and I trained hard for this and, you know, I would psych myself up with my talk, my body would follow, right? Like everything would tap in no matter who I was going against. And so I view boxing in a, in a way I use it as the way I view my life, right? How, what kind of mindset am I coming into fitness with? What kind of mindset am I viewing my body? What kind of mindset am I viewing the situations in my life, right? Like the things that were going on with me having to get two brain MRIs in a, in a small amount of time, I had to, those are things I had to do. Those were things that I had to do to be able to move the process forward to find out what was really going on with me, right? Stopping my exercise program for a moment was just something I had to do, but it was my mindset after. What am I going to do about it after, right? Like, am I going to stay stuck in that place where I'm beating myself up? Or am I going to be able to shift that mindset and know that, you know what, I can always bounce back when the timing is right, when my health, take care of my health and I situate things. So I started off very simply with just walking. I got a double stroller and I started walking with my kids and that was more than enough. I could barely even walk around the park one time, which was like a mile or less. And I was tired all the time, but I was like, you know what, like I'm, I, that's where the language, I had to start changing, start changing the language and start seeing it as like, man, you know what, thank God I get to you, right? And it was because of the that situation that happened with my with the tumor that was going on and all these other things happening that it it shifted me into a place of gratitude when I did get to start exercising again I made it a priority because I was like man like you know what I get to I get to today right I get to be good to my body because I'm good to my body I got to go and get the checkups I needed I got to go take care of myself I got to start seeing it as like I have to to I get to right and now that I am, you know, that I, so I started off walking, then I started off with, I'm going to just do two workouts a week. Now, um, you know, I just signed up for a gym. I started getting help at the gym with taking different classes. And, um, and now I go about four or five times a week and I'm consistent and I'm seeing results and, you know, and the weight loss is following, right? Like I'm not obsessed about the weight loss, but I'm obsessed about the, the healthy part, right? Like taking care of myself, making it a priority in my life now, because my kids need a good mom. My fiance needs a good partner. Like I, I need a good me, right? So that I can function and, you know, take care of my body. And it's a blessing. I get to do these things today. I think it's just all about shifting that mindset and viewing it as a gift, you know, versus a punishment. 
And the last thing I'm going to tell you, <laughs> this one's probably a little bit more on my trainer side, right? But uh, stop making the excuses, right? About why fitness isn't a priority, like changing that language about fitness, right? Not just about your body, but about the way you view fitness. I think that it's important because your kids need you. Part of us breaking the chains as moms is being able to instill some good values and some good habits into our children. And I don't care how many times you think, oh, do as I say, not as I do. Your kids are always going to follow your footsteps based on what you do versus what you say. Okay. And take that from me because that's exactly what I did with my parents. And I see it happening with, you know, other kids and their children. And so I get to see that. And so one of the best examples you could set for your children is exercising, making exercise a normal part of, you know, their life. And you know there's so many benefits to exercise right it releases those endorphins it gives you that good mood that energy you know it releases some stress and even if it's just you know for that moment it helps you feel better and healthier feel you feel accomplished you know not only is your body going to feel good you're doing something healthy you're more than likely going to make better choices in your eating habits because you don't want all that hard work to go to waste again you know with the weight loss comes to health benefits and all the amazing things and again not tying it to the obsession of the scale and the weight loss and I had to break that habit because as an athlete that relied on weight classes my obsession and my value was wrapped around a scale for a long time and so I had to untrain myself to you know learn a new way to view the scale like now um just recently I I didn't get on the scale for like three weeks and when I got on oh actually it was like two weeks because I remember I was just like you know what I'm not gonna get on you know because I get on at least once a week at least right I'm, I'm still working on it but it's no it's nowhere near as bad as it used to like I used to get on multiple times a day obsessing about my weight you know as a trainer telling my clients not to do it right but now I got to the point where like there was a couple of weeks that I didn't do it and it was during Thanksgiving break and I was just like I'm not gonna obsessed about it you know and then I get on the scale last week and I got on and I had lost four pounds and I'm like wow you know but I think it was just all about the way that I was viewing it like I was viewing it as like you know I'm in this routine where fitness is just becoming a part of my routine like and then the main reason I signed up for a gym membership because I have a fully equipped garage gym but I kept making excuses you know when the kids you know we have a lot of weight racks and stuff in there and it's dangerous for the kids to be in there and so I kept making that as an excuse for why I wasn't getting in a full workout like I needed. So we have a gym three blocks away and I made a decision to sign up. They have a childcare there. They watch the kids for up to two hours. And I was like, hey, why not make that mommy time, right? My fitness routine, get back in there. Not only that, I get to work with, you know, a couple of trainers that are helping me, right? And shifting my perspective, like helping me in the areas that I'm struggling with, right? And not viewing them as like, I, I go in there and I, you know, I, I just went in as a client, not as a trainer, not trying to step on anybody's toes. I went in there just like, you know what? I'm here to learn. I'm here to train. I'm here to do something healthy for my body. And I just went in there to have fun and make it a part of my routine. And now we go. The kids are now adjusted to the schedule they love the child care that's there they look forward to it and I think it's, it's just become an amazing part of our routine and in turn you know I'm seeing amazing results in myself and I'm seeing how I'm able to make better choices for a family and it just makes me feel good I haven't trained clients in a long time it's probably been almost a year coming up about a year where I let go of training people and I think that there was a part of me that was like that part of my mind that was telling me you're not enough you're not capable of helping anybody because you can't even help yourself right but I think that through my through my own journey and through my own struggles I feel like I was able to take a step back and be able to be in a body I didn't recognize 
because I felt like now I can be able to have an understanding and a deeper compassion for people that struggle, you know, because I literally got myself back to square one where it was it was just so difficult for me to get up and make those steps to make a better decision about fitness and health. So like if you're new to fitness and you're saying, I don't understand, look, let me tell you, even as an athlete and somebody that's a trainer, like I went back to a square one. You know, I was in a body I didn't recognize. My clothes size went up multiple sizes. I couldn't lose weight. I was, as a matter of fact, I kept gaining weight and I was struggling. I was eating my feelings. I wasn't, you know, and I was like, what is wrong with me? You know, and, and but I got to sit in that, you know, the beauty of me being in recovery was like, I got to sit in somebody that I didn't recognize because it allowed me to turn into a better woman and a better you know, have a better understanding and empathy and compassion for people that struggle with just starting their journey. Like now I have a better understanding. Now I'm like, okay, I get it. You know, I get it. Have some grace, have some understanding. Don't assume everybody can just jump off the back and start doing burpees and boxing and all this crazy stuff. Like have some love and compassion for people. And I really, really feel that in my heart now, you know? So my, my goal is to hopefully be able to start, you know, back up with some kind of fitness programming soon, still working in the process for myself, but like, I love to pour into others. Like fitness has been a huge part of my life, even in my addiction. And now, you know, it helped me cope. It helped me get through, become a woman that I feel like I learned a lot of values and things and disciplines because of fitness. And so I highly encourage it. I really feel if you're somebody that's struggling and you're on the fence and you think it's not important, I hope that these tips allowed you to see that it is very important. And doing these things for yourself even if you just start walking playing outside with your kids get your body moving it's so important you know because the best thing that we can do for ourselves is be good to our body after so much damage we did to it for so long right because no matter how your addiction looked in some way shape or form you were abusing your body you were abusing your mind you were abusing yourself you know so the most loving thing you can do for you is amend your body by being good to it taking care of it making it stronger and healthier and allowing your kids to see you because you deserve it and your children deserve it and this is all part of the process of changing ourselves so mama again i'm gonna go back over those tips so number one, changing your language about your body and how you view, you know, the relationship with yourself, your body and for fitness. And number two is seeing it as an immense process to your body for everything that you may have put it through and your addiction. See it as a loving way to make amends to yourself. Three, using exercise and fitness as a way of loving your body, not punishing it, changing the way we view fitness. Number four is seeing fitness as a part of your everyday routine the importance of it and why it should be a priority in your life and five is like stop making the excuses about why fitness isn't important for you knowing that a healthy you can create a healthy version for your family healthy relationship of your body also showing your kids something different so not making excuses about why fitness shouldn't be a part of your life but i hope those five tips helped you again mama if this show impacts you in any way i just hope that you know you can reach out to me join our facebook community and you know get your body moving because it's one of the most loving things that you can do for yourself be blessed mamas have a great day
Thank you so much, Mama, for listening to today's episode. If this show impacted you in any way or touched your spirit, it would mean the world to me if you could head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a written review. Not only does it bring me so much joy to see how it's impacting you, but it helps to grow the show so that we can continue to spread this message to moms all over the world. Thank you so much again for helping me grow this mission. God bless you, Mama. Bye-bye. Happy day. I love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.